You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to It's Always Game Day in Kansas City. Thank you for joining us following that Chiefs win. We're going to get to everything we just witnessed. And make sure you subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. I am your host, Kayla Canaram. Joining me, as always, is Cody Tapp and Nick Schwert. Guys, are you not entertained? That Monday night game had all the dramatics. Let's dive in. Initial thoughts. Well, <laughs> so much to unpack. These are fun games right after. We're recording this podcast right after the game. And I don't know, there's like a million things to dissect. <laughs> what about Andy's decision to punt or their decision to go for two or the the penalty on Chris Jones or all the other penalties that didn't or did get called seemingly kind of an endless list of stuff. And yet the key thing for any of this is the same thing that it always is. When we come out of games like this, the chiefs were down 17 to nothing. They were getting their ass kicked on offense and defense. They were getting absolute bullied by that. And that penalty awoke over my dead body, Mahomes, who said, nope, nope, you're all going to lose now. Sorry, don't care about the rest of this game. You could see him clenching his fist like right after that play. And he's just like, oh, no. Oh, man, you made him really mad. That, that probably that probably wasn't a great, that probably wasn't a great idea to, to, to do that. And now that's where we ended up. Because the Mahomes comeback thing never ceases to amaze me. This stat says it all. Just, just real quick, and then I'll let you react, Nick. The fact that he is now 12 and 8 in games in which he trails by 10 or more points after the first quarter and the combined winning percentage in over 900 games in which that has exi- existed since Patrick Mahomes came in the league is 150 probably tells you all you need to know. It's just him. Only he does this. It's not everyone, it's just Patrick Mahomes. I think it's actually, I don't know. I don't know if the fans, because there's three different things. There's the there's the penalty that I think pissed off the fans. The fans then booed for roughly oh, 20 consecutive minutes. <laughs> and then every single time Carl Sheffers had to make a call. And there were plenty of makeup calls in that third quarter. So he was talking a lot. His voice was quivering. Shout out Carl Sheffers. I know we'll get more into that later. Yes, but I actually think Max Crosby, who was incredible, two sacks, oh, yeah. three tackles for a loss tonight for the Raiders. His, uh, him not understanding that you probably shouldn't piss Patrick Mahomes off because he was chirping at him the entire game. Yeah. I'm convinced that when they had the shot of Patrick Mahomes on the sideline saying, I'm here, I'm here. I'm like, that was to Max Crosby. That was to can- Max Crosby. And it's like, you... You may want to, I know you guys do a lot of tape and you're scrubbing the film each week trying to figure out what to do. But one thing that's sort of evergreen year after year, regardless of the Chiefs personnel, is don't piss number 15 off. And that's what he did tonight. It's, it's just like you could see it to the bitter end. Even when he's like jumping in on the Travis Kelsey postgame interview on the field, you can see that he's still just like wound up. Like, like it just, the second that happened and the look on his face, I was like, Oh, no. That's when, by the way, uh, just if you're a Chiefs fan or just a casual, if you're just listening to this because you wanted to hear some Chiefs content after that game or you're a Raiders fan, um, if you see Mahomes make that face, I would suggest taking the money you have available in your bank account (laughs) 
and putting it on the Chiefs, not to just cover whatever spread they've made up, but to bet them to win, because that's probably what's going to happen. How many times have we seen that face? Oh, man. Every single time you see it, it's followed by something historic. It's it's the Kayla. It's the notion because it's not that we've never seen this before in sport. It is the exact same dead eyed look that Michael Jordan gives to guy. It's the exact same dead eyed look that Tiger Woods gave to guys on the, say on the that, golf yeah. course. It's that in truly special elite players, Tom Brady too, in truly special elite players that have that. They are fueled by their hatred, and if you piss him off. He does not play worse or frustrated or make bad throws. All he all he becomes is a cutthroat. Like that's that's the only way to describe it. They they were down seventeen to nothing, and they had the lead by about what seven minutes in the third quarter. Like it didn't even take. It was like the Texans playoff game. It didn't even take that long. And it gave us another all timer Mahomes gif. I'm here. It's a good one. Fire it's me good- up. All that's right. Oh, that's just, oh, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. We're going to be I, all over the place. Okay? I know. I know. <laughs> we'll try to keep this train on the tracks. Obviously, Cody, as you just said, Chiefs trailed 17 nothing on the wrong end of that atrocious call and still win. Mahomes was nearly perfect in the second half. Give us your thoughts. What do we want to say about this other than Mahomes magic? I mean, that's the simple thought of it. Again, I think some of this is just simply, um, his motivation in those moments to ruin worlds and, and that that works, but credit to a lot of the guys around it. So the only guy in offense tonight that definitively wasn't working was Clyde. They tried. Oh man, did they try <laughs> to just keep giving it to Clyde over and over, over and over and over and over again. And in uh, of those 30 plays, it felt like they gave him two worked, but Jarek McKinnon was massive in this game. MVS had his best game as a chief. Juju Smith-Schuster made a couple of great catches. Travis Kelsey obviously had four touchdowns, so that's not bad. Like they, for everything, I think what, um, here's where I stand on the offense as far as I don't want to hear the post-Tyreek conversations anymore. Because when you're down 17 to nothing and you don't have Tyreek Hill as the firepower, that's when we thought they would miss him the most. Uh Uh-oh, what are they going to do? They can't just recover from all their bad stuff. But instead, they threw it to everyone else. They threw it to MVS and Juju and Kelsey. They used Jarek McKinnon. They just used everybody on the offense. And to their credit, despite the fact they were getting absolutely railroaded in the first half, the offensive line played quite a bit better in the second. Not perfect. They certainly got pressure. But, Nick, they played they played better, What quite a bit better in the second half. What was the conversation you just said that you never want to have? Can you repeat that again? The offense after... Post Tyreek Hill. Oh, okay. Because that's actually what I want to talk about right here. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But we're going to do it one more time. All right, Nick, fine. Kayla, you said on yesterday's podcast, well, the one that came out Monday, this one for Tuesday. Sorry, my days are getting mixed up. You said that you wanted to, and I'm paraphrasing here, you wanted to feel great about the receivers, not good. Yes. Right. You just felt good about them and you wanted to feel great. I still just feel good. But I think that is going to be enough. I didn't come away like MVS had his best game in a Chiefs uniform, even though he gave, he gave you the full experience with yeah. that drop late in the game. It's like, ah, see, that's, Off the uh, 
That's kind of what people like to talk about. You had the doink off Clyde's helmet. I don't think I've ever seen a passing doink. Usually those are reserved for kickers only. I know we'll get to kickers, but I mean, it's, I'd rather drop a pass than have one hit me in the back of the helmet, which is exactly what happened to Clyde. I came away from this game saying, okay, Mahomes didn't make a ton of those alien throws where all of a sudden he's off his back foot and he's slinging it across his body downfield there was one that that one on that first touchdown drive to get their first points nick that throw was that was really good pretty crazy the chiefs offense was good in a in ways that we usually talk about other offenses and other quarterbacks in that he wasn't having to be a hero and there weren't a lot of receivers making just incredible individual plays it was more about just taking the easy stuff. That's what we started to see them do even in the, at the end of the first half and Jarek starts getting going and he starts running strong. And then all of a sudden it, it was, it was never, a, it, there, were, there weren't a ton of highlight plays other than the touchdowns. Mm-hmm. It was just good football and him sort of taking the easy stuff, which we don't normally talk about when we talk about one of those typical historic Mahomes performances. Yeah. And but, to your point, Nick, for a good game, it, the offense felt very kind of out of sync almost. They even said it on the broadcast. And yet that's still a good game for us is an out of sync offense, which is crazy. That's the standard, right? The standard in Kansas City is different, whereas you expect everything to be a well-oiled machine and humming. Yet you can come away from a game where you scored 30 points and say, oh, I left a few out there. So h- halfway through the next game, because again, the stupid league's 17 game schedule makes the we're a quarter way we're a third we're a halfway through conversation suck because you're always just like barely off um but somewhere between a quarter and a third way through the season which is where the chiefs are right now they are the number one scoring offense in the nfl and they only scored 17 points against the colts in week two so or three so if an off, this is the same thing, but if an off game for their offense is Mahomes throws 300 yards and four touchdowns and no picks, I don't really know what else to tell you to do or to worry about. We'll blame it on the receivers. I, I didn't even mention McColl, by the way. I forgot to, he had four catches for 73 yards too. They threw it to, he completed passes to Gray, Watson, Moore, McKinnon, Edwards, Alaire, Kelsey, Schuster, Hardman, and MVS. That, I mean, weapons. Yeah, Nick, maybe you're right. Maybe it's not. Look, I know that their top end talent's not as good. I know I'm never going to feel as good about their wide receivers as I did with Tyree Kill until they find a different superstar. But this works functionally just as well. Maybe it doesn't always look as cool as you want it to, but it functions just the same. They're scoring more points through the first five weeks than they were last year. This is they're currently averaging more points per game than they did around the same time as last year. So, I mean, it just it tells the whole story. Because no matter who is around Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid right now, they will still score. Well, that brings us to Travis Kelsey with four touchdowns on the night. You guys, I think his stat line is my favorite. Seven receptions for 25 yards and four touchdowns. <laughs> what a night. And on Mama Kelsey's birthday, for, no less. Like He was getting sick of he was getting sick of seeing all those Jody Fortson lines of one catch for one touchdown. He's like, <laughs> you know what? Hold my beer. I'm Travis Kelsey. I can do that times four. <laughs> How about this? How about this? Travis Kelsey had four touchdowns. <laughs> he had seven catches, most on the team. Four touchdowns, obviously the most on the team. He was fourth in receiving. 
for the Chiefs. He had less receiving yards than MVS, Hardman, and Juju Smith-Schuster somehow. That shouldn't be possible. No, but what's amazing about it is Josh McDaniels this week had the quote that said, we're going to stop Travis Kelsey. And I guess kind of like you almost got there, man. You held the yardage down. Nice work. You forgot, however, he is a um, he's a big red zone target. And <laughs> you might not want to leave him open. Look, one of those was just Kelsey earning a touchdown. He almost fell down, kept his balance, three stiff armed his way all the way to the end zone. That's just Kelsey being the greatest tight end of all time. Play? Can we talk Two about two blocks that? on the way? What's weird about Travis Kelsey sometimes is that it never looks like he's moving that fast. No. Yet he's running by everyone. Yeah. I don't get it because on that play, I was like, he's, I was, I was delayed. I was delayed and I saw all the tweets coming through. I made the mistake of looking at my phone, even though I knew I was on a 30 second delay and I see Kelsey touchdown. So then I start watching the play and I, and I saw him catch the ball. I go, wait, how many guys are going to fall down in order for him to, <laughs> to get in the end zone here? It doesn't Dude, make any sense. It's like the opposite of Mahomes. Mahomes always looks one step faster than everybody who's trying to get him. Kelsey looks one step slower and they both convert the same rate. <laughs> it's just, but this is like, honestly, I, we, we, every time we talk about Kelsey, it's never been hot. They just, there's no, there's no slowing down in his game. And I don't know if he's motivated by the same things like, you know, one Baltimore Twitter account being like, it's Mark Andrews and no one else. I won't even have a conversation about somebody being in there. And then he's like, eh, screw it all. Just go score four touchdowns. Or if he just is who he is, because it's, you know, like, I don't, I don't think there's any debate left that he's the single greatest tight end of all time. I don't need him to pass Tony Gonzalez in receiving yardage. Tony Gonzalez started when he was four years younger than Travis Kelsey in the NFL. He just did through the same amount of years in the NFL. The stats aren't close. Kelsey's got him on yards and touchdowns and catches and yards per catch, et cetera, et cetera, and accomplishments. The only guy who he doesn't have for that same stretch of time is Gronk on touchdowns, just specifically touchdowns. He's the greatest tight end of all time. So it's it's not surprising to me that he takes over in those moments and that Kelsey can still rely on him in the red zone. You know how hard it is to get four touchdowns in the red zone when everybody knows they're going to you? He already had three. That's what was so confusing. Why isn't anyone on him in the red zone? <laughs> uh, you know, look, I, this was a game um, kind of surrounded in the like, hey, what you doing? And, and on both sides, because like when you got in the red zone, you're like, whoa, no, 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 no. What are you doing? What are you doing? You got to cover Travis Kelsey. But I found myself asking that about like, oh, no, you left Rashad Fenton one on one with Devontae Adams. Don't do that. No, that's a bad that's a bad plan. That plan won't work. Right off the bat. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I feel like there was a lot of that in this game. But I think what happens is like when you get in the red zone, like we hate Andy in the red zone at moments because he'll get cued and do this stuff. But it's also why Kelsey sometimes is still wide open because you're just not you're not totally sure what he's going to do here. You're just you're just a little off that you're like, he's not really going to go to Kelsey again. He must know that we know Kelsey exists and they just do it over and over and over again. He's never had four touchdowns before in a game. So this is obviously a standalone, but. Still incredible what he's able to do. I know we save our vibes check for uh, later in the week, but I am curious. Did you guys come away from this game in which 24 hours ago, we all thought the Chiefs were going to win comfortably? More <laughs> along the lines of how did this happen or by any means necessary? Because there are two, you could be glass half full or, or glass half empty. 
Did I just say glass half empty? Eh, close enough. And I'm you not changed gonna, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to, though. You know, I'm not going to correct myself. I stand by what I said. <laughs> How do you guys feel about this? Because this wasn't supposed um, to be a close game. It okay. goes back to what I said. Divisional game. You cannot sleep on divisional games, which I thought we could because of their one and three record and our three and one record and just the way the Chiefs, you know, are able to complete games. It's, but yeah. Edit. Okay. If, if you had asked me, Nick, going into the game, uh, I'd feel worse, I guess. But I saw how the game went. They were down 17. There was an egregious call. Um, and they bounced back. I mean, they just, they rebounded. Like, they still gave up. I mean, look, I the, if you ask me my vibe check on the defensive backfield, worse. I, I feel worse about it. And their ability to guard Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, I can, you know, Isaiah McKenzie, if he's available, like my vibe check, there's worse probably going into the Buffalo game, but as a team, because of divisional games and because I saw they were down 17, nothing. And legitimately that might've been my only remaining fear left of the post Tyree kill era is when you're dead, when it, when it's desperation time, having Tyree kill was the best safety blanket of all time. It just was. And now you, Kelsey is the guy everybody knows they're going to go to. And still in this game, he, four touchdowns everyone knows he's the safety blanket and they still didn't do it and i think the chiefs could have won by more i i i just think if they're if if matthew wright had made some earlier kicks if they had um you know i think they go for that fourth and three like i think they could have won it by even more so i'm not i i feel good it's a playoff it's it's not a playoff team but you know what? The Raiders are or were one and three going into the game and now are one and four, but they haven't been a laughing stock in any game. This isn't the this isn't like a lot of other teams in the NFL. Go back through their schedule. They were close with everyone. So they stayed close with the Chiefs. They just don't have enough because McDaniels isn't a good enough coach. Well, this is probably going to be overshadowed, but we've got to talk about Matthew Wright's kick at the end of the half. Uh, Mina Kimes tweeted, I think I like to think that kick was powered by booze. Fifty nine oh, yard field. Uh, field goal. That's a Chiefs record, Kayla. Chiefs record. The history books will remember Matthew Wright's time as a Chief. We don't know how much longer it's going, <laughs> to be, but he will forever have his name etched in the Kansas City Chiefs' rich history book. I, I guess I didn't think he. I, I on. I was sitting on the couch. I'll be very honest with you. I was like, if you're going to kick this. You have a better chance of making it with Justin Reed. (laughs) My thought was just from like a leg power thing. I'm like, Matthew Wright's not getting it. 59 yards. Oh, my God. What are we doing? Like my initial thought was like, he can't kick it that far. They said he made it from 56 in pregame. That's his career long. And well, um, I watched him kick in the first half and it wasn't great. So I thought, no, he meant, you know, like he's barely, barely making some extra points, missing others. And you're just like, this isn't going to be good. But that kick could have saved the game. I, I mean, they were already yeah. on fire. I feel like they still win it, I think. But, like, that was the last push of whatever momentum they needed left. Bad call. Touchdown goes down. And then they get the ball back because of everything that's going on funky there for a little bit. And they have a chance at a field goal. Remember, they got the ball back at, what, 18 seconds? Is that what they got it back at after the punt? 18 seconds? There's no amount of time in which apparently the Chiefs can't score. And in this case, 18 seconds, 13 in the playoffs last year, less than 20 seconds this time. I I guess kudos. 
Did that save his job for another week while we wait for Harrison Butker to yeah, never uh, heal? Four play, 34 yard drive in 17 seconds. Yeah. Four play, which 34. Was, which was directly after the drive where we saw the roughing the passer penalty mm-hmm. that resulted in three points for the Raiders. That I'm was big, that was low key. Yeah. Like that was that kick by Matthew Wright, all jokes aside, was one of the three biggest plays in this game. It was 100%. It was. I can't. I can't. Look, it was shaky. I'd still prefer Butker was out there and healthy. But that play potentially changed the game. I mean, Who's it just. Butker? What's that? Who's Butker? I don't know. Did he? <laughs> uh, like, by the way, obviously they were like, why didn't they put him on IR? But I'm pretty sure he just got a setback. So Butker makes that by like 15 yards. Take you your did. time. Take your no. time, Harrison. Get right. What's Look, his record for the record? <laughs> not 59. Yeah, Matthew, really? Right. I want to say it was 56. You just wow. With Patrick Mahomes, if it's like fourth and two for 59 yarder and like there's time left, don't waste your time, right? Just let him get the two. It has to be like the perfect storm of it's the end of a half. And I think at that moment, they were like, let's get some points. But he had already missed. Nick, he missed from like, 50 earlier in the game, it was just so shaky because he made the extra point after the first touchdown. I think this is the one I'm remembering, right? He made the extra point after the first touchdown and it kicked off the upright end. So you're like, okay, well, um, 59 yards. So I guess it's going to be 20 to seven going to half and we'll see where it goes from there. But it was Nick. It, it very, I don't know which ones I would rank above them. It was a third down pass. The one we talked about the Holmes one up there, obviously the final defensive play. Um, where they knock him out, or just the missed Devontae Adams catch is one of the biggest plays of that game. But Matthew Wright is right on top of that list. But this is one of those games that has like 10 of those plays that you can go back to. Wait, is Matthew Wright him? Am I doing that right? Is Matthew Wright him? Kayla, don't let him. Don't let him. I Honestly, I don't pay attention to this stuff. I, I don't understand where this came from. I don't know why everyone keeps doing it. Kayla, we're counting on you. Is this a TikTok thing? I know, I know. To make I should cool. know this. And I don't. I'm sorry. You guys don't think that was cool? It's, well, how do you say it again? He is him? He is him, yeah. Matthew Wright. I don't think, you know what, Nick? I, I, take, I'm not, I don't think you're allowed to say that after giving me a hard time this week on our radio show for saying cuffing season. If I'm allowed, if I'm not allowed to say that, you're not allowed to say he is I'm him. much younger than you. Let the record <laughs> <laughs> Significantly more youthful. 